This is a Color Pencil Podcast, session number 49. Can you believe it? We're almost to session number 50. Got some big news to announce next week on session 50. Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast where we discuss in detail all things in and around colored pencils and the colored pencil artist. And now your hosts, Lisa Clow and John Middick. Hello, my name is John Middick, and I am joined by my co-host, Lisa Clow of Lockery Fine Art. What's up, Lisa? Hello. So this is a show about the art of colored pencils, where we discuss tips, techniques, shortcuts, and all the nitty-gritty of this medium that we love so much. So what are we talking about today, Lisa? The most evil phrase in an artist's vocabulary. Artist You're block. Oh, no. Artist <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't fire I don't ourselves. like that commission. <laughs> that was terrible. Okay, those we'll are pretty bad too. But I'm thinking artist block is, is way up there on the oh, yeah. list of not happy things. That's right. So is this depression? Is this oh, clinical it depression? from any number of things. It right. can, I mean – Anything. It doesn't have to just be from right. depression. It can just be a complete lack of ideas. It can lead to depression, that's for sure. Yeah. Now, one thing about it is if you don't go to the drawing table and if you do have artist block and you don't go, then I don't know if you've had this happen. I have. Then I can start to get a little depressed. I can start thinking and beating up on myself like, oh, just get over there. Yeah. Go sit down. I, I've noticed a big difference for myself. I don't feel right if I don't get to the – just draw anything. Yeah, pick draw anything. anything, even 15 minutes. Yes. You know, makes so a here's big the difference. Thing. This is kind of my magical cure for artist block. Ooh, I love magic. Yes, right. there's definitely magic involved. <laughs> go oh, I just saw your hand. Mor- <laughs> go to Morgue File, go to Pixabay, go to mm-hmm. Paint My Photo, go mm-hmm. to any website and start looking for photos and pick one. It doesn't have to be the most amazing photo ever. It just has to be something and then sit down and draw it. Don't worry about it being the next big, big thing. One of the things that I've had happen a lot, and I know a lot of other artists who have gone through this too we finish a big piece like one that we spent longer than normal on and it's our best and we love it and we want to top that we get in our head that our next piece always has to be better than our last that is not how it works by any means i mean we always want to improve but if that keeps you from drawing anything new for the next six months because you couldn't think of another good idea or find the next piece that may you know photograph that really moved you and you didn't accomplish anything for six months. You didn't improve your skills. You didn't do anything. Go to, like I said, Pixabay, Morgue File, Paint My Photo, any of those. Pick something and draw. And if that doesn't give you more ideas for your next greatest thing, then do it again. Pick something and draw. And just rinse and repeat until you start getting ideas, Tell your ideas start flowing. Because they are going to come as you work. They usually do not just happen out of the blue. I mean, they can happen out of the blue, but usually it comes for me anyway. I'll be working on one project and thinking about my next project. That's when I start getting ideas like, oh, I drew an octopus a while back. I kind of want to draw another one. I'm drawing flowers now. What if I combine those two? And now I've got this unique idea that would not have happened if I had just been sitting at my desk playing World of Warcraft. 
the more images you look at, I mean, go go to those sites that uh, the Morgue File and uh, Pixabay that Lisa talked about, um, and there's many others as well. I mean, you could go to the Library of Congress and look at royalty-free images there, and you know, even older images. Go to Flickr, even look at images just to get inspired. A lot of times, it's something like that. Just just get inspired and start. You know, get the creative juices flowing, and it will kind of get you out of that funk sometimes and spark your interest and then you know you you'll be surprised you you probably will start having some ideas and deciding oh you know what I do want to do this or what if I did this yeah one of the things that I hear too I've had people come to me and say I don't feel that my work is very creative I don't feel like I haven't had that creative inspiration they get it every once in a while but they don't feel creative that often and they'll show me their work and I'm like what are you talking about that is awesome that is so creative I think so often we don't see our own genius or our own creativity yeah, yeah. the same way everyone else does. That's so so just because you think that banana that is sitting on a rock isn't that inspiring doesn't mean somebody else won't. I, it can be anything. Just draw, paint something. But I'm always amazed at how many people will show me their work and go, oh, yeah, but I'm not being that creative. And I'm not talking about the people who are fishing for compliments. I mean, people who genuinely do not see their own genius. It's Mm -hmm. so common. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you see it or not. Keep creating. Now, there is a website that I have used often, and it's just got this complete list of 50 different sites that have royalty-free images. Uh, And I'll link this up in the show notes. And actually, it's connected with, and I think you guys ought to have this in your hand if you don't already. Um, This is a colored pencil quick start guide that I created for you. And this is available to you in the show notes there. And I've got that link to those 50 sites that are offering free images. Now, a couple of them are are icons and fonts, but the majority of them are uh, royalty-free images that you can go and and, uh, look at and use. You know, you can do anything with these. You know, there's there's just so many to choose from, but they're sort of separated by genre. And the guys over at fizzle.co put this list together so thank them for that but uh, they put this together as as a free uh, resource here but I wrapped this up and packaged it all around this uh, little guide that I give you this little checklist uh, two-page PDF document on how to just get started in colored pencil another thing that I do to get some inspiration not everybody may be into this but this is something that that I like to do I go to Pinterest and there's nothing that just, just ignites me and gets me excited as much as seeing some of the artwork on Pinterest. And you can save that into a private board that only you have access to. And so, you know, if you don't want to share that one and pin things in there, and then the next time that you're needing some inspiration, just go into that and take a look at what you've pinned before. I mean, there's some reason why um, you were attracted to that image. Yeah, one of the things that I do is I keep a file folder in my computer for royalty-free photos that I'm allowed to use. So when I'm on Pixabay Mm, or Markfile, I may be looking for a certain type of fish. 
I, I don't, even if I don't find that fish, if I find another photo of a great fish, I'm going to download all of those too. Mm-hmm. So that there, there, when I have those moments of, I can't think of anything to paint or draw. And with me, because of my schedule, I don't have time to sit around trying to decide what to paint or draw. I finish one piece. I have to start the next piece the very next day. If I want to keep mm-hmm. up with my YouTube schedule, there is no time to sit around going, oh, I can't think of anything or I'm not in the mood. It doesn't matter. It's happening. I have to, I have to find right. something. So right. by having that file, that has saved me a lot of headaches too. And it doesn't have to be the most difficult things. Even if that means do a study on drawing an apple. That seems so boring, but you're at the very least, you're improving your skills while you think of other ideas. But mm-hmm. having those fo- the folders on my computer, and I have them separated into different categories. So I have the main folder you go into under reference. And then I have a section for birds. And within that, I've got small birds. I've got birds of prey. And then I've got another folder for ocean stuff, another folder for freshwater stuff. I mean, everything's separated in there. So it makes it a lot easier for me to know what it is. Now, one tip I do have, if you're doing this with something like Paint My Photo, where you're going to want to credit the photographer, a lot of these websites that have the royalty-free stuff, you don't always have the photographer's information, or they'll use a a screen name that isn't really their name, so you wouldn't really want to credit that. Uh, Or you might, I don't know. But anyway... (laughs) What I do when I save the file is I change the file name and include the photographer's information, and I include where I got the photo. I include whether or not it's royalty-free, because sometimes you are going to find a photo of something that is not royalty-free, but it inspires you, and you just want to be able to look at it. If you're going to save that to your computer, make sure you note whether or not that one was royalty-free or not. Mm -hmm. I just put a little tag that says, or in the name, not RF or RF if I can use it. But that has saved me a lot of work too, having that always available to me. I'm always downloading and saving photos that I can use in paintings. I use Evernote to do that. I mean, there's a lot of different tools you can use to do that, but uh, that one categorizes and you can tag things in there and it just makes it really simple. Um, So paint my photo is at pmp-art.com. Is that what that is? Correct. That's what I thought. And that one you have to be a member. And I've heard of some people, I think they fixed their site so you can easily get in. They're still working on categorizing and tagging a lot of the images. So it's harder. It used to be easy to find what you were looking for. And now there's just not as much. I think it's more that the images just aren't properly tagged yet. But that is coming. All right. So, Lisa, let's talk about, I know this this can seem kind of cheesy at times, but I mean, this really, this kind of stuff really does matter. And it plagues all of us as artists from time to time. But that is that, you know, what if we're just not in the mood? I mean, how do we get past that type of feeling sometimes? I mean, maybe it's gray out. Maybe it's rainy. Um, maybe, well, that puts you know, all the of us dog. In the mood. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's like the best drawing weather ever. For some, for some it's not. Um, maybe, you know, maybe our cat died. Maybe our dog's sick. You know, maybe a neighbor is ill. Wrong. I don't know. Huh? That's just wrong. <laughs> so what What do we do to get in the mood? And we know we need to create. And we don't want to just put a lot of pressure on ourselves. But we want to, we want to feel like we want to create. And we want to be motivated. And I've heard, I've heard snarky comments in um, different forums online before. Like, well, if someone's got to convince you to draw, then maybe you're in the wrong business. You know, oh, maybe you need to get out of there. Are you serious? I've like not seen no, that. No, I have seen that kind oh, of thing. Oh, my God. They're like, that, you know, that, not helpful. Okay, no. <laughs> that's not helping. <laughs> but, um, you know, this does happen to us from time to time. Anybody, if you're a human, this will happen to you if it hasn't already. Yeah. So what do we do? I think it's 
it's going to vary from person to person and mm-hmm. honestly, gender to gender. I have a feeling what works for me is not going to work for you. That oh, sounds I like it's going into my pink fuzzy slippers. Thing, but it, I promise it's not. <laughs> for me, I love Scentsy. So for me, my environment makes a huge difference. I can't work if it's messy, so this part isn't so gender-related. But, I mean, I can't... Yeah. If my workspace is an absolute no, unorganized, dusty right. disaster, I mean, it really yes. feels dirty to me. You have to clean it, don't do you? It. Yeah, I, I do, too. Now, here's my girly side. I love Scentsy. And if you don't know what that is, they're, it's basically just wax that you melt, and it makes the room smell really pretty. And I will not admit to knowing what that is. Huh? Go ahead. I will not admit to knowing what that is. <laughs> You you look like a rose guy to me. You like the rose scent, don't you? No, I like, I like rubbing lavender all over myself. <laughs> okay, that now now we got into the too much information section. But yeah, no, I mean I'll put Sensi on having the the things like that. These outside, mm-hmm. the, just the environment, the room, the lighting makes a difference. I don't like working with an overhead bright light. So I personally like working. It sounds tr- crazy, but I like working in the dark. And then I have dim lights off to the side in the room. It creates a nice ambiance. And then I have my alt light on my actual artwork, so I can. See I was going. I'm so glad you said you put the alt light. <laughs> Wow, okay. He has a a little candle tea light to draw and paint. (laughs) I mean, good lighting is important, but the room as a whole, like the main light that's on the ceiling, I never turn that. I hate those lights. Oh, right. Never turn that on. I've always got these dimmer lights that create Mm -hmm. this nice mood, you know, so Mm -hmm. me and my colored pencils can have our little private time. But it's very pretty in here. I like to create this pretty atmosphere how it smells how the lighting is that everything's nice and clean that i can get myself in the mood sometimes just by reorganizing my studio will do it for me that sounds really pretty (laughs) does so no so the i do like not turning on that main light overhead i I like the the softer uh lights that i'm using on my desk and i like drawing it well i don't have any option i have to draw at night i'm at work during the daytime but i i like that because i'm controlling the lighting a little bit better yeah i like putting on um there's one shirt uh, this is really silly but there is one shirt that i draw with and it's very comfortable and it's like 20 years old and it has a big rip in it but i love that shirt and i put that shirt on uh when i'm gonna draw and my girls always know oh he's going he's gonna be he's gonna be in there a while um you know so, i think it sets your frame of mind though yeah you start I, I think to it associate it's kind of the same thing where they tell you not to work in your bedroom your bedroom's your relaxed state yeah. and i think that can be the same with your art area I know yeah, a lot of us, true. our art area is our bedroom. But I mean, having this state of mind, these things that right. make our body think, okay, this yeah, is my triggers. job right now. Yes. Yeah, we turn into Pavlov's dog and we exactly. start salivating. You know? <laughs> That's the bell that is going to ring. But yeah, I always have a, I do have a candle going oftentimes just because I like candles. I don't think they're scented though. I can't, I don't have any sense of smell anyway. So <laughs> they might be, I don't know. Yeah. So and I, I like grabbing uh, a hot tea and, uh, oh, yeah, me and too. just sitting down there. And like you said, to your point as well, I don't like my area to be dusty, dirty, cluttered or anything like that. And so I have to clean it up uh, typically before I ever begin. And uh, even if there's um, just some dust or whatever, yeah, um, I can't. or the and pencils I get the from dust the last project, the airbrush, and even knowing it's there, I have to go dust everything. I'm like, I can't oh, handle the, right. the knowledge. Okay, OCE might be kicking in just a little, <laughs> but I have to know it's clean. Right, playing some soft music sometimes that helps some people. I tur- like to turn on a good documentary on Netflix or listen to um, an audible book, and it just I don't know, just yeah, it's that trigger puts me in the mood. Me. 
Right. What I used to do, I'm too obsessive now and I can't limit myself to that. But when I had a hard time, when I first set the schedule of a new painting or drawing every week, I would limit myself to listening to my audiobooks only when I was either working out, cleaning mm-hmm. the house, or right. doing artwork. That was kind of my reward for working. That yeah. was like, if I wanted to li- finish listening to my story, those are the only things that I could be, I would allow myself to listen to it. Let me tell you, I got a lot more miles in when I was oh, walking, yeah. when I made that roll. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I like those little tricks we can yeah, play with ourselves. Yeah, little mind games we play like with ourselves. And the music makes a big difference, too. If you're somebody who typically listens to one style, I was going to throw out random styles, but we don't even need to do that. But whatever style you like to listen to, try listening to a different style. Like, for mm-hmm. me, I have a Pandora station that I listen to all the time, and randomly, I will change it, and for some reason, the, the songs that I haven't heard in a while, that motivates me. It's not mm-hmm. that I don't like mm-hmm. previous songs. I love the previous channel I had on, That's but really I've been listening cool. to that channel or station for so long that it's, it's not giving me those goosebumps, oh my God, this is the most awesome song ever feel. Switching it over to a completely different style, one I still like, but one I haven't listened to in a while, sometimes that will totally motivate me better than almost anything else. I went through a phase where I only wanted to paint if I was listening to techno. I got so much artwork done that week. Which is not what you would think. I would typically uh, think no. calmer music, but for some reason yeah. that week techno did it for me. Which I may I have to try that. I can't stand techno, but maybe maybe well, I'll try I that. Like maybe I'll I like would, it. I would say go with something that you do like, yeah, but something yeah. different than what you normally listen to. Right, right. I have to listen to the Beatles if I'm listening to music. Usually, <laughs> <laughs> such a Beatles fan. Sometimes it just boils down to you just got to force yourself. You just got to say, okay, because of my goals, because of my schedule, because of what I want to accomplish, I'm going to sit down here and I will eat it and I will like it. You know, that kind of thing. You have to tell your kids. Um, But no, you just say, okay, I'm going to do this regardless because of the greater goals that I have in mind. And uh, I'm, it's not going to get accomplished unless I go through this and unless I force myself to do that. And then, the surprising thing is you start getting in the mood. It's yeah. like I smile when I'm happy or I'm happy because I smile, you know, either One way. One of my favorite quotes, Mark Twain was once asked if he had to wait for inspiration to come before writing. Yes, I do, he replied. But inspiration always comes at 9 a.m. sharp every weekday. He made the decision. This is what I'm doing this. This is what I'm getting done. And it's not like his work suffered. Obviously, the man was a genius. This is so freaky, Lisa. Well, it's I a looked candle up thing. That... Now that I know you like scented candles. <laughs> I looked up that quote and I had it here and I was going to read that. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I am serious. <laughs> it's such I an love awesome quote, quote and it yeah, so it goes with it this. Is. You have it to make the decision. Perfectly. Get yourself yeah. to the easel. If you don't get yep. there, it's not going to happen. If you're sitting right. around watching TV, not a whole lot of ideas are com- coming to you. I right. would... I can't tell you how many years I wasted thinking I needed to be in the mood to make art. I mean, mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. I would play a lot of Warcraft, actually. That's what I did mo- with most of my, my time, waiting for an idea to hit. Randomly, once every three months, I might get an idea for something, and I would paint or draw that. And then I would go months again, playing video games, watching TV, distractions. I right. wasn't telling myself, I'm going to sit down and do this. YouTube was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. YouTube and signing on with my MCN partner because they told me that the 
it, they're kind of like my YouTube managers, I guess, if you want to call them that. But they were ones who were like, okay, it's better if you have something new every week. And I'm like, how am I going to do a new video every week? I can't get that much artwork done. When I made the choice to do it, it changed both my skill level because I was getting so, I mean, I pump out so much artwork constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it changed how much artwork that I'm producing. Half the stuff that I've made would never have ever, I would never would have gotten the idea had I not made that decision. I am going to do this every week. I'm going to have, this is my goal and I'm going to make it happen. And beyond that, a lot of the paintings that I have that people will look at, they're like, oh, that's so creative. How did you come up with that? It stemmed from something else. It stemmed from, I had drawn a forest several months before and I liked that forest. And then the week, last week I drew a whale and I liked that. What happens if I combine these? So many of my ideas come from ideas that started that felt very basic to me, but led to bigger project, bigger ideas. I love that because that harkens back to that point about you don't know what doors of opportunity will happen until you start doing certain things. You've got to take some action before you know what to expect. There's there's things that you'll figure out along the way. And just to that point right there, <clears throat> you're inspired to create something else because you got, you got to the easel and you started creating. I love that. Now, I want to talk to... Those of you like me who have a day job, maybe you're away from your uh, your house 12 to 13 hours a day, um, and you're thinking, well, I don't have time to do this at all, and I, I need to relax, or I, I'm worn out the time I get home, and that kind of thing. But you know what? The thing is, if you sit down there and you decide, I'm only going to spend 15 minutes at that, the problem I usually have is telling myself to stop. Okay, yeah. stop, stop. Okay, stop. <laughs> it's been 15 minutes. You know, It's been and 40 it's minutes. It's 5 a.m., and I haven't been yeah. there yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a funny thing, Lisa. It's been one or two times that I've emailed you or texted you or something, and it's been like, four or five a.m. when I'm first getting up and you're going to bed. Yep. <laughs> well, I, it's hard to stop. Like, I start painting oh, I know, or drawing and then it's like, oh, I can't stop. Same. I'm being productive. Be Why would way. I stop? Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, as always, Lisa, this is something that we I think we just kind of scratched the surface of and maybe we can revisit this sometime in the future as well. I'd actually like to hear all of your guys' ideas on what you do to get yourself in the mood. So if you want to head over to our Facebook group, we can continue talking and sharing ideas for that. We'll have a link below in the show notes. But I would really like to hear your tips on things that get you guys painting and drawing. I bet bet our listeners have a lot of good things to share about this. Well, guys, thank you very much for joining us today. And if you want to leave some feedback for Lisa or me, you can uh, write to us podcast at sharpenedartist.com and if you're so inclined head on over to iTunes and leave us a review and or a rating thank you very much for joining us again today we really appreciate that we know you take time out of your day or you're busy doing uh, something else while you're jogging while you're doing housework or while you're creating art or while you're doing your day job and we really appreciate that so we will talk to you again next week bye Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.